Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. First of all, congratulations to Italy. Magnificent team. They have performed way better than they were meant to. I know. The expectations started right from the first game of the group stage when they blew Turkey out of the water. But let's look at this team on paper. Let's look at Bonucci. Let's look at Chiellini. When last did Bonucci play brilliant football for his club side? When last could Chiellini play three straight games for his club side? When last was Emerson a top two option in his club side? Let us not underestimate the job Roberto Mancini has done in this Italian side. On the phone, I have Khan. London boy, I'm sure he will be sobbing all through the podcast. I expect this podcast to be very wet. Tears everywhere and stuff like that. But I'm going to be classy. I'm going to be classy. I am not going to rub it in. So, hey, Khan, how are you feeling about the loss? How's it going? How do you feel? Yeah, how's it going generally? Very disappointed. Um, I'm now over the initial shock. And I'm feeling very proud of the guys, proud of England uh, for putting on what well an amazing tournament an amazing tournament okay so yes i know you're you're grateful you're happy and like after like as you said the initial shock has worn off a bit you're proud of the lads but where exactly did it go wrong in this game i want to ask you why did england win this game because especially in the first half italy were far from brilliant and uh like even over the course of the whole game i don't think italy were at their best so in your opinion where did it all go wrong for England? Because I think at the end of the day, the goal was to win. We started magnific- magnificently. Um, and it was all about high energy, pressing. Um, and, and, and we were just everywhere, running all across the pitch. Those two holding midfielders, Rice and Phillips, were incredible. They were everywhere um, in that first half. Um, so a special mention to them. And, and it just felt like... You know how, you know, when they started to slow down, when the English players started to slow down, that played into Italy's sort of strengths. Yeah. As soon as they had a little bit more time on the ball, 
and as soon as they could play at their rhythm it was kind of downhill from there and England just had to hold on they just had to hold on um, England, they, England couldn't get out of their own half Italy were, were just dictating the pace really um, as soon as England started to just drop off the energy levels just started to drop off um, and, and, and yeah you could just see it happening in slow motion just they took control of the game uh, had all the possession um, and they made those minor tweaks to the formation in the second half as well which helped them a lot uh, they took off who did they take off Immobile yeah and brought on Berardi Immobile exactly um, and then I think Southgate countered that by bringing on Henderson wasn't it yeah um, and, and Jack Grealish which also helped us in the for last 15 minutes to just hold on and keep, keep the ball at times win a few fouls uh, um, but, but, but in the end I think yeah it was just about it, we just couldn't maintain our energy levels for the whole 90 minutes that's what it felt like to me how much of the blame of this is on Southgate not at all none of it's on Southgate the only mistake he made was picking Rashford and Sancho for penalties that's the only mistake <laughs> he made the whole tournament um, no one can say uh, starting with the five at the back was a mistake today it was working it was working very very well uh, and we, we caught them off guard in the first couple of minutes um yeah it's just just those penalty takers you know he's just come out and said now you know you can't you can't blame these guys you know, for missing penalties i i pick i pick the people that take the, the the penalties so if if there's any mistake he's made it's that and even that you can't really begrudge him that you know yeah of course he but did like, exactly what we would do but we watched the game together and uh like i can remember when England was sitting off and I said to you this is a very risky game because when you play against quality players a lot of the time and you decide to sit off then the, pre- the pressure mounts okay once the pressure mounts it's a very tricky game you're choosing to play here because even if you even if you withhold and withstand the pressure for let me say 95% of the total minutes that 5% that you slip up a goal is going to come in because it, it, it requires absolute focus Jordan Pickford came up with some brilliant saves some nice last day tackles but like I felt like even if the game was longer like if the game went off for another 20 minutes Italy were still the more likely to score you understand so I look at this and it looked like a tactical tweak first of all I also believe England scoring early was a bit of their own uh, like it undid them a bit because I felt like they were just comfortable from that moment they just felt okay let's hold on to our lead and it just really it really played into Italy's hands because Italy have not been brilliant since Pinatola got injured to be fair, they were not at their brilliant best again today. So I felt like England sitting back and giving Italy all the time and space on the ball just made them grow into the game and give them confidence. And personally, I think this is on the manager. What do you think? Yeah. I, I think that's unfair. I think it's unfair. I think for the first half, England were uh, going for it. They weren't making much at the top end of the field. I'll admit that. They weren't making many chances. Kane, nowhere to be seen. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'll give you that. But after a certain while, you know, they, they sat back and they said, look, we think our defence is better than your attack. We think the quality of our back four or back five, as it was, can 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 hold off. But that proved to be uh, wrong. For the rest of the match. That proved to and be it wrong. proved to be wrong. It proved to be wrong. It proved to be wrong. But even even their goal, you know, if you if you look at it, it was it was scruffy. Yeah, it was scruffy, shows. to say the least. Um, and and there, there was no sort of defensive error that led to it. It, it just kind of but the ball bouncing it's, it's around comes, in the box in the corner. 
and they score. The corner being so, one from constant pressure. Yeah, but you're right. You know, they were. It was coming. We could. We we spoke about exactly, it exactly a couple like a couple yeah. minutes before they scored. We were saying that this pressure's too much. They're not going to be able to get out of this without without conceding, and and that's exactly what happened. But I just don't see what changes he could have made. Um, to to prevent this happening, it was it, they just had the ball. They were in uh, all. They were in their element, and all the momentum was with them. Um, but yeah, it's it's easy to look back and and, and think it's on Southgate. He should have made some changes, maybe switched up the formation, bring on Henderson earlier. Grealish These are all things well. that you say you say in hindsight. Gr- Grealish was uh, immense, immense for the time that he was on the pitch. He has he has um, always been. To be fair, it's, it's it's shocking that he doesn't get more time for this side. Because every time yeah. he's on the pitch, it shows what he can offer. I know how England, like Southgate, has built his team around such defensive solidity and stuff. And I have no I have nothing against that. But let's not also forget the amount of attacking talent he has and how he can really play in a very different way and how he can hurt teams more. Like to be very fair, Italy are also a side that are very, very willing to just sit back. We saw that against Spain. Mm-hmm. Italy decided that if you come out and show them we're better, uh, we're better than you, then you're, then, then you're going to peg them back. And I feel like England just never wanted to take that option, and that is particularly disappointing. We saw, we talked about their centre backs, the aging defence, all those things. Like, how can you have so many young, exciting, fast, brilliant young attackers, and not once do we see Chiellini or these guys? running back for their lives like we've seen it over and over again even with the most experienced of defenders when they have to face younger players it's not about their quality yes i give them that they have quality but then you still see these younger players really giving them a run for their money this never happened they look fairly comfortable all through the game and i think that is wrong because as a coach you're meant to look for these things to exploit so then you have players like sancho you have even the players on the pitch to be fair i'm sterling harry these are all world-class attackers and at no point in the game were they were they troubled? So it just feels like I think the England just come to just see how the game went. Let's just play a very balanced and see like did they actually come to win it? Because from the formation, from the changes came coming on too late. Like what was the plan? What was the plan in terms of beating Italy? Not just like I don't know staying in the game or something. Like England just came like we just came to stay in the game. We came we came to not get blown off out of the water. You feel me? Yeah. Not, not that we yeah. came to win and it's very disappointing in my own opinion it's very disappointing given the talents they have yeah but the, it's, it's what they did against Germany and it worked against the Germans it worked but this is a poor and, German uh, side this is a poor German side this is, I wouldn't call this I wouldn't call this a poor Italian side you know <laughs> this is an Italian side that hasn't lost since September 2018 exactly 32 why 32 games in a row exactly it's why a it very takes, very very good side you exactly know, they, why people it are, take, are it very dismissive more. of this Italian side they're saying that you know who's Immobile who, who are these guys up front their attack is nothing compared to our attack their defense is aging compared to our defense but this is a great italian team and he's set up to stay in this game for the first hour but we just want to be in it with a chance and what happened we got the early goal and we were winning that match um but but the critic the critics will always the critics will always say that southgate's not doing enough with his with his attacking talent and that it's hard true. to argue against that. Yeah, he could be doing a lot more with these guys. Jack Grealish, though, a, a, a case in point with him, I think Southgate knew from the beginning of the tournament that Jack would be the super sub. He would be someone to bring off the bench 
when the opposition defense is tiring, maybe more prone to making an error, and at a time when he would be able to play that pass uh, and unlock a, a defense. I think he always thought Jack would be that guy. He, di- I, he didn't see Jack as someone that can play 90 minutes, that can press the ball, press the defenders, win the ball back as soon as he loses it. He's not that guy. He's someone to bring on later on, I think. I, I like the way Southgate used him. I think it was a very smart way to use him. Um, and, and we're not really going to be able to test the theory that he should have started until he starts a few more games for England. We have to see him start a few more games for England and then and then we can say, I told you so. But this? but no, I, li- I like the way he's used used Jack. But you're right, people like, like Sterling, they get in by, by loyalty, by merit. You know, the guy's got how however many goals and assists in his last 20 games i think it's 20 goals and assists in yeah. 20 games something yeah, something yeah, like that he's getting a, he's getting a, a goal contribution every game yeah, sterling is so he is the first one on the team sheet again i wouldn't say he performed to his best but no, he was there to score the goals he was he was there and he, and, he, and the numbers don't lie um but but yeah, this England team just doesn't seem capable of playing pretty football, attacking football. Um, and Gareth doesn't feel that they can, or, or maybe he's not trying trying to get them to play that way. I'm not. I'm not going to be totally critical on Gareth Southgate, but my point is this: when you have a side and you actually play football to everyone's strength, utilize the best out of your squad, then your squad is going to go to yet another level. England right now at a good level. Credit to Southgate, I'm not disputing that. But I'm still saying there's still yet another level to be unlocked. We've seen it a lot of the time. We've seen it with the German side of 2014. We've seen it, we've seen it with, with France in 2018. They were hardly conceding goals. But yet you had the likes of Kylian Mbappe, Griezmann, Giroud playing lights out in offense. And and to be fair, this is just the best. Look at Manchester City. They scored the most goals. They also conceded the least goals. So being solid defensively is no excuse for not being able to utilize your offensive potential i just don't think he has it in him and fair enough not every not every manager not every coaching staff know how to bring out the best offensively and defensively but i'm telling you right now you look at hurricane is a player that scores 40 odd goals in a season right i'm telling you is a player that has 30 odd goal contributions in a season jaden sancho 35 to 40 goal contributions in a season you have jack grillish as well one of the most creative midfielders in the premier league like yes england did well but actually, they could have done a lot better. Because let's face facts. You have a lot of praises for this Italian side. And rightfully so. But these praises are off the back of their consistency and results. Which comes a lot from the coaching. Which comes a lot from the coach actually taking this group of players and making them a formidable force. Possibly, they can't be better than they possibly are Italy. To be fair, they have aging centre-backs. Bonucci hasn't played a good season in a very long time for his club. Kellini hasn't played three games in a row for like two, three years now because he's always getting injured. These are facts. You understand? Emerson is not good enough for first option, second option, even third option at any of his clubs he's playing at. Yeah. So yeah. this, so, 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 so actually on paper, yeah. England um, are way superior. Are way superior. But Mancini has done, like he just deserves all the praise. Like the praise that we're going to give to Southgate, which he deserves a bit. But Mancini has just gone on and done like times three, times four of that. Because on paper, England are way better than Italy. They are way better than Italy. Like no comparison. I see him bringing on Benadeski. Benadeski is just a player who hasn't played anything good for the past 
three seasons. Now, this is one of his first subs. So, this is actually a team that works, you know. And you also talk about it, their defensive record. It's doing okay. But then they can still go ahead. Like, they don't have so much offensive potential, to be honest. Like, they don't have half. Like, you look at Italy, they have, like, some good wingers in Chiesa and uh, Berardi. But they don't have goal scorers. England have goal scorers everywhere. They have players who can score, who can create. And I just feel that if Southgate can use his team to its full potential, then I don't know who can stop England. Because to be honest, they have Hurricane. They have Sterling. They have Sancho. They have, like, just think about it. Who will stop England? Are you, are you, are you suggesting they need a, a coaching change? They need, Not, they need to get rid of Southgate. Is that they, what you're they suggesting? They don't need to get rid of Southgate because, like, in the coaching system, there are a lot of coaches there. But you can bring in, you can employ more offensive-minded coaches. You know, like, like in, in, in football, the coaching, the coaching system is a very huge system. But it's just to find a way to implement it, you know? Like, like as a, like in, in, in club size at least where I have most knowledge about the coaching stuff and the way it works they have coaches who just coach the attack they bring in specialists for things like offensive throw-ins like football has gone so far now and Southgate has created a good base for the team like the team the team are solid they don't look they don't look um, they don't look shaky and for me that's the first that's the base that's the first step so good job there but you have way too much offensive potential. You have way too much offensive potential not to be a goal-scoring side. You know, yeah, not to be... I agree. You understand? I agree. I agree. Uh, this team has been on a trajectory for the last three years. And it is going... We are getting better. We are getting better. You saw that against Ukraine yeah. uh, during this tournament. There are times when we look dominant, but we just don't sustain it for a whole 90 minutes. Or we don't do it every for, against every team, like the champions of past, like the Germanys, like the Brazils. Um, but but I think they need to stick with Gareth. They'll, they need to get a few new people uh, uh, in, into the coaching staff to, to work on probably the top end of the field. Um, but but the trajectory is good, and we are getting better. Uh, it's just not quite there yet. We're not we're not quite able to win these things, and. Um, I'm still hopeful for the next year. The World Cup, uh, actually, the World Cup of next year should be actually, a good one. Actually, this this has made uh, this has made uh, English fans more optimistic. Way more optimistic, you know. What do you think your chances are realistically for the World Cup next year? I think I think we we should at least make the semis. Mm. I think this team can make the semis. Of, of the World Cup, if the draw is on your side, because let's let's be fair, let's be fair, the draw was on England's side this time around. I'm not taking anything away from them, but it, it yeah. was it, it was on their side, you know. No, no, and it was it was on our side as well for for the World Cup in 2018. Um, but but looking at the Brazil and Argentina game, for example, it was drab. It was awful uh, from the from the highlights that I saw. Neither team played well. Yeah. Um, neither team looked like world champions for next year, from what I heard. From what I heard. Yeah, yeah, no, neither, neither team are in any place to contend, in my opinion. Um, so, I think I think we're in a good. We're, we're one of the favourites going into the World Cup for next year. Definitely, this team will be. Uh, it, it's a team that knows each other well. It's a team that has amazing experience at club level and now international level as well. Um, so we go into that tournament with hope. That's all we can go into it with. <laughs> I feel, I feel, I feel this run has actually given these players a lot of confidence because what this does is that now all these players have now witnessed and experienced a major final, something that even generations before them didn't have. So coming into the next 
tournaments, they have more experience than to be fair, most of the countries, most of the players that are there, because most of the players that they haven't gotten to that level. And off the back of a World Cup semi-final, now a European Championship final. Uh I wouldn't say it's their it's last all chance. about the culture change. It's all about the culture change yes. that, that Southgate's uh, implemented there, you know. It's a team that's so together. It's a, it, you know, you watch interviews with all these old guys, the old legends of Ferdinand, Gerard. Uh, Lampard and they, and they all talk about why their generation failed for England and they all say the same thing it's that they weren't close all the Liverpool players hung out with the Liverpool players all the Man United players hung out with the Man United players when it came to dinner time when it came to uh, you know hanging out yeah, at the camp events. they were all in their own little groups uh, there was no bonding there was no tight knit group to speak of and that's why the golden generation as they're known failed Southgate's totally gone in, the, in a different direction and he wants this team to be together first and foremost um, and, and it's working it's working it's a team that is donating money to hospitals it's a team that is standing up against racism at the start of matches it's a team that we can really really be proud of and um, look for the future with hope for so yeah you have to get Southgate credit for that you know the, there's been a massive culture shift at, at the uh, at, at the England team so yeah that's all I'm going to say about that thank you so much for calling me uh, do have a good nice rest just recuperate you know yeah I understand how this so much to process yeah so much to process you know how it was so close to coming home and then went to Rome Incredible stuff. What a detour. Minor detour just uh, off the other side. Of the yeah, road. it's going to Rome. <laughs> it's coming to Rome, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, it's time to go to bed and cry. Nah, you're a big boy. You should, uh... It's, it's going to come home next year, right? It's coming home. I expect to see the energy because the energy is always there. It's coming home next year. Yeah, you know you know our fans, man. Singing from the start to the end. <laughs> yeah, uh, even, after the, even after the loss, that was class. Yeah, we got the, some of the best fans. Most energetic, I would say. Not not necessarily the most classy, but most energetic, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dancing on the tables even while Italy's lifting the trophy. That's English fans for you. And that's lovely to see. But, yep, it's coming home next year to Lagos, Nigeria. Khan, thank you very much for joining me today on the Tana Toxico podcast. Thanks for having me. It's been great talking to you. Do have a nice cry. Thank you. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 